So the question is, how do busy dads get into great shape with limited time, space, and equipment, all while enjoying the process and without sacrificing family time? If you want to know the secrets to dialing in your nutrition, being consistent, and staying motivated to achieve your fitness goals once and for all, then this is the podcast for you. I'm Kevin Torres, and this is the Dad Bod Wad Podcast. All right, what's going on, Legacy Makers? Welcome to another episode of the number one podcast for busy dads who want to go from dad bod to fit dad and lose their first 20 plus pounds without fasting, without cutting carbs, and without sacrificing family time so that you can create a legacy of health and fitness, not only for yourself, but for generations to come. And on this show and inside of my program, we are teaching you guys the step-by-step process that dozens and dozens of busy dads have done have used to do just that. And on today's episode, I'm super excited to be joined by a super special guest, Coach Ryan, who's an assistant coach inside of our program. He was on an episode, probably like two or three episodes, maybe four episodes ago already. And I was super excited to have him back on because he's just the man. And today we're going to be talking about like the power of words and the words that you use inside of your mind or the ones that come out of your mouth on a daily basis that are actually impacting the way you perceive events, the way you perceive your day, like your reality, the way your morning goes, the way your day goes, the way your evening goes, the way you feel about your coworkers, the way you feel about your wife, the way you feel about your kids. And if you just start becoming aware of the words that you use or the words that we are all using and you switch them with certain words, it can really totally just change your outlook just on everything and improve your life. But before I get too ahead of all myself, you know, before I get too ahead of myself, What's up, Brian, man? It's good to have you back. How you doing, man? Yo, Kevin, it's good to be back. I'm <laughs> glad to be here. Uh, I love how fired up you are today, man. This is, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to having this conversation. This is a lot of yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a great one, man. I'm super pumped to have you back on. And I feel like you should just be a regular, you know, just, just a regular on the podcast, man. Let's do this. Let's do it. Um, so, you know, I, we were talking about like the power of words and, you know, earlier before we, before we started recording, I was talking about how like there are like some cultures out there where, you know, other languages where they literally have words for like ideas or concepts that we don't even have words in the English language, right? Like I think Eskimos, for example, have like 40 different words for snow. And it means, you know, all kinds of different types of snow, like sleet, sideways snow, soft snow, hard snow, wet snow, right? And, and you know, the English language, we don't even have those words. So like, we yeah. don't even understand like that level of awareness or our relationship with snow. It's just snow or not snow. Right. right. And so I was just thinking about like how crazy that is and what it would feel like to know those 40 other words and, and like what level of awareness they might have. But, but anyway, like how did you become interested in like word smithing and word wizardry at, at, at all? Great question. Um, my journey with the words really started back in 2015 when m- my wife and I found ourselves in in marriage counseling, and uh, the the counselor at that point uh, he goes, we had we had been to maybe two sessions, and he said probably ten words to her, and I w- I remember very clearly thinking I'm like, we're here in counseling, I know what's going on. Talk to her, talk to her. Cause she's the, like, there's a disconnect here. It's like, like talk to her uh, again. We were on like our third session. And I said, I said, wait, 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 wait. You've said 10 words to her the last two times, the last two hours we've been here. When are you going to start talking to her about what's going on with her? And he goes, she's not going to say a word until you calm down. And that, that floored me. And 
working with him and then the various, like I, I started my journey looking at what's going on within Ryan rather than pointing the finger at everybody else. And that's where I really became aware of how I was talking, how I was talking to myself, how I was talking to her, how I was talking to my kids. Now it wasn't like, uh, like a, a terror. Right. Right. But I wasn't the nicest of guys either. Um, so it, it started back in 2015 I became hyper aware of my words and how I was showing up. And uh, then it, I took it to the next level when I went into the Enlifted coaching program back in 2019 and just blew my mind. So. Hell yeah, man. Dude, thank you for sharing all that. And it's, it's crazy because, you know, like there's always like some, you know, like some kind of like pivotal event or mm -hmm. moment in a guy's life where they realize they need to change. And what I hope in listening to this episode or listening to these shows or even being a part of our program that like, you don't have to experience that catalyst, that life-changing event in order to change your life. Mm -hmm. Like you don't have to wait until your wife leaves you and your kids don't talk to you to become a better dad, right? right? Like you can see those examples in other people and be like, oh, okay, I need to fix this before I'm in marriage counseling before 100%. my wife leaves me, before my kids don't talk to me anymore, right? Or yeah. before I'm on diabetes meds, before I'm on blood pressure meds, before yeah. I'm, I'm buying XXL large shirts and all that stuff, right? So 100%. Thanks for sharing all that, ma'am. So, you know, we talked about like, um, you know, an example, like, you know, we're, we're, we're titling this episode like cheat meals versus yeah. like, meals right and i you know i did that because like, i just wanted to like share like a super simple example well, of, of what this looks like but yeah i'm yeah, totally i'm totally interrupting you because before you before we go into the into some examples yeah yeah i want i want to lay some groundwork real quick because yeah, i think it's i think it's super important like when i say the word abracadabra what comes to mind for you like magic agreed for everyone nine times out of ten people think magic abracadabra is actually an ancient aramaic word and it means with my word, I create, or with my word, I influence. Mm -hmm. And I also find it interesting that when we take letters and we put them together to make words, it's called spelling. Now, I'm not like walking around Harry Potter style with a wand in my hand, right, right? right? But the definition for the word spell is a word or combination of words of great influence. Right. So when we use words, especially on a on a constant habitual basis, it, it becomes ingrained an ingrained thought process and ingrained like a, like a computer program for lack of a better word. And so that's why I believe it's really important that we like become aware of what are we saying habitually right. about our meals, our, our nutrition, about our health or about our relationships, et cetera, because there are a lot of clues there. So I just wanted to lay that groundwork. No, of course. I think it's really important. Yeah. And that's what I wanted to say, because like, like, you know, what I was saying is like, you know, we're titling this episode cheat meals versus cheat meals. Cause I wanted to give mm -hmm. like a super simple example of like, sort of like how words impact our life. Right. So like, if you're walking around, you know, and you're constantly like, you know, like, you know, the voices in your head, right. The way you talk to yourself. And if you're just like this fucking shit, this fucking shit, or <laughs> this fucking job, or even I, you know, my baby's here. She heard me just say fucking shit. She's one years old. And she turned around and looked at me thinking mm. something's wrong. So mm. she must've heard me say those words in an angry context. 
And so yeah. now she thinks there's something wrong. Why is he saying those words? Right? Like, or it's like how you, the words you use about your kids, like, oh, these freaking kids, you know, they won't go yeah. to sleep or, or these freaking kids wake up so early or my wife, you know, this and that, or, or this job. It's like, you mean the job that's providing you a salary and a roof over your head and all that stuff. It's like, mm. like versus like, you know, like, man, I'm so, you know, like I might not have the perfect job or I might not like love this job, but I'm, I'm, I, I have a job, you know, like, so just seem like what you were saying about like just sort of like how it impact ingrained into like your everyday experience or puts a spells on you, so to speak, is like, like the words that you use, like if they're like overly negative all day long, like that's, it, it's no wonder why you're yeah. constantly negative. It's no wonder why you're constantly in a bad mood or in a bad state. And mm -hmm. therefore, like, if you're that way with yourself, what do you think you're going to project to other people? You know 100%. what I mean? With hundred percent, like to your wife, to your kids, to coworkers, like, yeah, you could put on a facade and smile and maybe say nice words once in a while, but to your core, like you're like rotten. And again, not because this isn't a judgment. Sure. No, it's you're not rotten because you're a bad person. You're rotten because the words that you're using, the mind, the thoughts that you're thinking all day long are just so corrosive that mm -hmm. it leaves you in a state of like, Oh, I don't freaking know. What yeah, I'm doing right now. Yeah, everyone's having a conversation in their head. Yeah, everyone, nine times <laughs> out of ten during the day, you're talking to yourself. And I'm speaking this from experience. Mm. So, like, you know, like I'm like a cynical, overly negative, you know, like that. And I don't know if it's from my mom or what, you know, but like I'm constantly in a battle with myself. You know, like there's a there's a band called Brand New. They have an album called or a song called like The Devil and God Are Raging Inside Me. Like mm -hmm. I am constantly the devil and the God like are raging inside me, you know, like where I'm like, I say the negative words in my head. I'm like, no, 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 no. Don't say those things. Or, or I have the negative thought. I'm like, no, don't think that thought like mm -hmm. about things that you don't actually feel that way about or don't yeah. want to feel that way about. Right. So how, how have you experienced it? How, or how has like this impacted your life as, aside from the marriage counseling thing, but in, in other ways? Yeah. So I think, like you said, what we, what we, what we, how do we, how do I say this? I will figure out how to say this. See, like I do it. I did it right there. I did it right there. If it's like, I don't know what, I, I can't remember what I was thinking. That's a, that's a spell in and of itself. It's like, no, I will remember what I'm thinking. So how I've seen this play out in my life is, is what I, what I put my attention to, it, it appreciates, right? And appreciating, appreciate means to grow. And if I'm constantly thinking of what the things that I don't want, guess what I'm going to have more of mm -hmm. the things that I don't want. I learned this lesson years ago. I didn't know it, but years ago when I was, when I was in high school and I was lifeguarding and we saw a little kid running down the side of the pool, we were instructed rather than say, don't run. Right. We would, we were instructed to say, walk, focus on what I, what's the outcome I want. Right. So when, when it comes to like my daily life, when I, I think, um, I find myself getting frustrated with my kids or my wife, I like to flip that script and to use a different F word rather than being frustrated. I, I seek to become fascinated wow, I'm really fascinated right now because I'm fascinated with myself. Like, okay, why is, why is my eight-year-old who's a child, why am I letting myself be impacted emotionally by an eight-year-old? Yeah, They don't know what they're doing. 
they're they're just they're they're mirroring my behavior right because yeah, where did yeah. they learn where did they learn it from you know but they're also testing the water so how can i show up fascinated and take a step back and rather than let my ego get in the way my ego is the one that's really kicking me in the nuts not my kid do you know what i mean yeah of course so let me become fascinated i'm fascinated right now take a deep breath okay, this is how I see opportunities here. How can I gamify this? How can I flip the script? And there's always two sides to that coin, yeah. right? Um, you had mentioned, does that answer your question? Yeah, no, 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 I love that. So like tonight when I'm yelling at my kids, I'm like, I'm so fascinated right now. It's, yeah, dude, <laughs> like, well, number one, you're gonna, hopefully you'll remember that. And yeah, yeah, what'll yeah. happen is you'll be able to chuckle at yourself. Like, <laughs> ah, I caught myself, I caught myself. And then you can, you can truly, you can start to flip the script. That's really right, all this right, is. Right. No, I know. It's, so I, even like, even like saying like, I don't know well, when I was a teacher, us too, like, you know, when we were a teacher, like we, you know, one of like the, the, the sort of like the ninja moves was don't tell kids what to stop doing instead, tell them what you want them to do. Right. Yeah, so like, exactly. Like, like, Hey, stop talking versus like, please make sure you're still working on your worksheet, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, get them focused on what it is you want them to do and then like praise them for doing it, right? Like, thank you so much for getting back on task. Yeah, you know? crazy praise. Um, and just saying like, like, I don't know versus saying like, I will find out, right? Like, yeah. uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know versus like, oh, well, let me, let me find out. Let me, let me find out the answer to that. So just think about like how those, like one's disempowering, like, I don't know. I don't know. That's it. It ends there. Like, I can't do anything about this versus like empowering, like, Oh, I will find out, like, let me find out. Mm -hmm. um, and so like, even those little things I think is like really fascinating. And so we brought up like the cheat versus treat as an example. And, yes. you know, we're saying like, um, you know, like what, what kind of impact, you know, like guys listen to this, you know, like they're like, Oh, I cheated on my diet or I had a cheat meal or I'm allowed, to, am I allowed to have a cheat meal, all that stuff? And like, what kind of impact does like the, that phrase, like cheat meal have on somebody who's like trying to lose weight? Great question. And, and what I, at this point, I invite, like when, when we start thinking about the words that we're using, and this is, this can be really challenging for guys because we're not used to it, but I invite you to get into like, what are you feeling physically when you say, I'm going to have a cheat meal mm -hmm. or I had a cheat meal. Right. Well, how do you feel? What do you like? Did your stomach just kind of flip a little knot? Do you feel yeah. the knot in your throat? Most guys, we want to get up into our head and be, and get logical about it. And I'm inviting us to get down into the physical sensation. Oh yeah. My hands tingle, or I feel hot in my face. Become aware of what you're feeling physically, because those are clues, right? right? The word emotion is energy in motion. That's what it means. So when I say I had a cheat meal, how does it feel to be a cheater? Yeah, exactly. Like I feel like I'm, I'm about to do something that I shouldn't do or like yeah. I'm going to pay for this in another way or that it's going to set me back. And now there's guilt and shame like, like way down deep. Mm -hmm. There's guilt and shame that are fueling that. And that's what's really running the show, emotionally speaking. Whereas if I were to invite you to say, what about having a treat meal? What if you treated yourself? Right. Say that out loud. So, yeah. Like a treat feels like it's a fun thing to do. It's not something that I do often. Like I don't give myself treats every day. Or I don't give my dog a treat every day, like multiple times right. a day. Or I don't give my kids treats every day, but I do give them treats and it's a fun, indulging experience. Mm -hmm. And now 
hopefully the, the, the root emotions of guilt and shame are removed because now we're allowing, okay? Right. We're, we're allowing and we're opening the door to possibilities. Now, we don't want to have treat meals every day, <laughs> right? Like I tell, my, I tell my son, he's like, what's for dessert? I'm like, look, buddy, <laughs> there, dessert is not necessary every day. Right. Okay. We can have dessert sometimes, but not every day. Yeah. Right. Let's, let's have dessert. Let's aim for dessert maybe <laughs> two or three times a week. How about that? Okay. On these special occasions. And now it really is a treat because we're going out with mom and dad. We're having some ice cream or something like that. Right. But the, the treat of it loses its specialness, if you will, if I'm doing it every night. Right then it's like, oh yeah, like you're going to be more upset because you didn't have ice cream than if you did versus, do you see how we're flipping yeah, the yeah, script? For sure. For sure. It's, that's all it is, is we're just looking at the other side of the coin. So I love that. And so, you know, again, like you said it, 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 it's difficult for a lot of guys to really like wrap their heads around like the power of words and how words impact your day-to-day people to listen to this might be like, all right, well, what are some other examples? You know, like, I guess, you know, words can maybe impact my life. You know, it's like, um, you know, so I'm trying to think like, what, what are, what are some other examples that, that you've come across, you know, like in, in this good deal. Uh, I just had a call with one of my clients yesterday and I think a lot, a lot of guys fall into this trap. Um, he was talking about something he was frustrated about and he goes, you know, every day is a grind. <laughs> Every day is a grind. You just got to grind it out. Grind, 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 grind. Well, like if you grind at something every day, what's going to end up happening? Yeah, it's like smushed, crushed. It's going to, it's going to, it's going to go away. You're not going to have anything left to grind on. (laughs) Right. But also like, uh, I I invited him, we started talking about it and he goes, he's, he switched it because he knows that I do the word game. And he switched it. He goes, okay, well, every day is a battle. I'm like, every day? Every, every day is a battle? And if I, well, okay, it's, it's, it's sometimes a battle. Okay, what is, how does that make you feel? That you've got to put your armor on, grab your sword and go to war. Ah! <laughs> I'm like, where's the balance there? Where's the balance? And so just talking to him for a little while, we, we ended up coming up, I, I call the process of, of flipping the words, I call it translation, translating it. And so we translated the words and we came up with, it's a game. And how we got to that point is I'm like, I mean, most of the guys listening to the show, I'm sure watch some type of sport. Cricket. Okay. Probably football, <laughs> baseball, basketball, whatever, but you're watching a game. There's one team trying to beat the other team. And yes, it requires a level of discipline, but at the end of the day, it's a game. It's a game. It's fun. Even, it's fun. Exactly. How can you make it fun? And so by, by going from him saying it's a grind to it's a game. Now he has like, it's a, just, you try it. Say it's a game. Uh, it's a grind, and then take a deep breath. Yeah, life is a raising three kids is a grind, man. Take a deep breath. How does that feel physically in your body? 
I mean, like more stressful, more stressful. Okay. Now flip it and say, it's a game. Okay. Raising three kids, raising three girls is a game. Breathe. And how does that feel? I mean, just the phrase itself feels more silly, more fun. You know, it feels, it feels sillier. It feels fun. Like if you saw, if you could see the expression on your face, it was much different right, right. from grind I felt to it. game. You felt I'm it. Smiling. Yeah. And that's, it's one word, right? The overall sentence and structure is the same. The idea is the same, but one word changed the entire meaning. It changed the whole perspective of it. And that's what I, I really hope that the guys that are listening to this get out of this episode is that you become aware of one word and you flip that. Here's another example. Say, I'm still dealing with that. Yeah. Like I'm still dealing with that. Breathe. Now I'm currently dealing with that. I'm currently dealing with that. Breathe. Still stuck. Yeah. No progress. Mm -hmm. I'm getting nowhere. I'm stuck, frustrated, pissed, angry. Why won't my life get better? Da, 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 da. Versus currently, it's like temporary. It'll pass. It's current. It's flowing. It's moving. There's change happening, right? So that's uh, just one word. And you could fill in the blank at the end of that. I'm still dealing with being overweight. Flip it. Change one word. I'm currently dealing with being overweight. Now we're opening the door for possibilities. Well, what about like if so? So speaking of overweight, like I've I've definitely had guys who say like, you know, on calls and stuff when we're talking about the program, you know, like joining the program or things that they're struggling with, they're like, man, I've always been like overweight. Like I've always been kind of like, you know, out of shape or or overweight. Like like, where do you see the, your wordsmithing sort of like like getting them stuck in, in that kind of like phrase? I would ask them first of all. I would I would zero in on that word always. Always, you've always been overweight. Always, every single day, like the moment you popped out, <laughs> were born, and you yelled, pound you, baby." Yeah, you yelled your first cry. You were you were overweight. Well, no, I wasn't always overweight. Okay, so there was a time in your life where you weren't. Yes or no? Right. right. Okay, and that's where we start. Okay, so what we're what we're I'm raising your awareness to is the fact that you weren't always overweight. Right. So there was something that happened along the way, either habits fell into place, a routine fell into place, or routines fell out of place that now you're to this, the state that you are. But the cool thing is if you learned it, you can unlearn it. If you got to one point, you started somewhere, you can get back to that. It may take time. And it also sounds like, you know, I've always been overweight feels like so like ingrained in like your identity. Like I've always, like this is just me. Like I've always been Kevin Torres versus like, I'm currently Kevin Torres, which feels like, well, well then who are you going to be tomorrow? You know, like it feels like a shape, you know, like, like more possibility. Like I've always been overweight is like, this is just me. This is just who I am. This is just, I suck, you know, versus like, Mm. well, I'm I'm currently overweight. Right. Um, Which is like, this is a, a, a condition that I'm in experiencing now but it doesn't have to be the condition that I've experienced in the past or a condition that I experience in the next couple of days. 
You know, and like, I hear what you're saying and all this sounds really great. And like, you know, you ever see that the the George Carlin euphemisms thing, right? Where he talks about like how like society today has, we, 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 we don't want, we use soft language because we don't want to say the hard things anymore. Mm -hmm. And I'm bringing this up to say that I don't think that's the same. Like this isn't really like, you know, because people are like, oh, you can't call people homeless. You have to say people who are experiencing homelessness, Mm -hmm. you know, like. So I, 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 I get that, you know, like, how, but, but it is, even that is like really powerful versus like, oh, that's, that's a homeless person versus like, that's a person experiencing homelessness or like, you know, the illegals, right? Like that whole thing was like, mm. they're not illegals, they're humans who are, you know, Ill- illegal status, or whatever, but it's like, right. even that, you know, like, so I know, like, you know, there's like a, an impulse to sort of like, as guys be like, oh, stop being a, you know, pussy, being a pussy about like all these words and all that stuff. But it, it, it's true. Like it, it, it can like really change like how your your perception on like just like your day to day and how you feel about yourself, your family, like, everything. I think it, like this is a good point, and it kind of brings me back. Kind of, it brings me back to where I was at the beginning with being in marriage counseling. Yeah. Like, how many guys? Show of hands. How many guys like to fight and argue with their wife? <laughs> I doubt many of them are going to raise their hand. I doubt it. So if you're in, if you want to have a better relationship, you want to like show up, feel respected, feel loved, have great sex, you know, like have an amazing marriage, have an amazing relationship. What if shocker, you became aware of the words you were using, right? What's, what's being a pussy about that, right? What's being, uh, you know, being a man like that's like i was just thinking about this last night that if all we're focused on as men as being freaking men uh rigid you lose your creativity you lose your spontaneity you lose the ability to uh to trust your intuition if all you're doing is focused on being ma- macho man <laughs> a lot of things are going to are going to fall apart. You need both sides of the coin to be an amazing human being. Right. And like, look, I love guys like David Goggins. He tells you like it is right. And I don't know if any, like how many guys know about David Goggins. He, he lays it to you. Yes. Grind. Yes. Get out there. Yes. Do the work. Also make sure you make sure you balanced it out in a way. I mean, there's a time right. for balance. There's a time for lack of balance, but when we deny our spontaneity, our creativity, the, um, when we deny the possibility that our words are impacting who we are, are in our relationships, we're, you're leaving a lot of, uh, a lot of possibilities on the table. What, are, what about another phrase that I hear often from guys? They're like, you know, they'll say something like, man, I just can't get, I, I can't stay consistent. Like I'm good for a month and then I fall off. Like I just can't stay consistent. Mm. Like where do you hear the sort of like the, where are they getting tripped up with those words? Uh, well, I can't stay consistent, right? You're stating it as a matter of fact. Sure. You might have a lot of experience in, in life about starting things and not following through. Actually, there's a guy in the program that that's, that I'm, that we're working with right now that said something very similar to me in his first week. Um, he was like, man, I just, I, 
I'm really worried. I got into this program and I'm not going to be able to stay consistent. And I said, Hey man, where are some areas in your life that you have been consistent? He's like, uh, well, you know, I've like, I said, how long have you been working at your job? I've been there for 15 years. Well, that's pretty freaking consistent. <laughs> like, yeah. And I'm like, you know what else you do consistently? You breathe every day. Right. Like when, when was the last day you didn't breathe? Didn't happen. So you can consistently breathe. And I'm inviting you to take some of those experiences in, in your life elsewhere and apply them to what you're doing here and just take it one freaking day at a time. So rather than saying, I can't stay consistent, I could be consistent. It's a completely different sentence, completely different feeling, completely different spell for lack of a better term. And so we worked on that. We did it. Now he's like in week seven, crushing right now. Right. He's doing an amazing job because he opened the door for possibilities. Like I could be consistent or I could be consistent. And then, and then you, there are certain levels too, right? Because like you're saying like, you know, like going from like, I can't to could to maybe even like will or mm-hmm. am, right? So like, yeah. um, you know, I don't know if, 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 that applies to like the the next point, like I'm talking about like the detox, or if you wanted to talk about like the sort of like the spectrum of like, you know, being like, I can't versus like, I could, I am, I will, I should, you know, that right. whole thing. Right. So th- there's something you just mentioned, one of the a soft talk keyword, and that's, we're not going to get all into the, into the details, but should is what is one of the worst soft talk words that I, I know of. Right. Um, because it's like, well, should you, or shouldn't you, I should lose weight. Should you, or shouldn't you, I should join this program. Should you, or shouldn't you, right. I should, I should try to get more information about if this is right for me. Should you, or shouldn't you, it's like, do you want to, or not make up your freaking mind. Right. And so I like to do a should detox. So just for the sake of the show, What's something that Kevin, you feel like you should do and we can keep it light for today. Yeah. I feel like I should stop looking at my phone at, at like, or from the time the kids are home from school to bedtime. So like, so, you know, like dinner time, bath time, all that stuff. I should okay. put my phone away. Okay. So let's, let's, let's phrase it very simply. I should put my phone down during dinner and bath time. Yeah. I should Say stop that. looking at my phone. I should put my phone down between dinner and bath time. Okay. So you should, should you, or shouldn't you, right? So open the door for possibility and say, I could put my phone down. Go ahead and try it with could. I could put my phone down between dinner time and bath time. Breathe. I, I could put my phone down between dinner time and bath time. Yeah. Now the word could, because we, we, we're doing a detox. We're trying to remove the word should right. from our vocabulary because you've inserted inserted the word could now all options are on the table. That's all we're doing is we're putting options on the table. I could do this and I'm acknowledging that I could. Right. And now I'm starting to look for different ways that I, that I could implement this. Yeah. The next level down is I can. So try it. I can, I can leave my phone or I can not look at my phone between dinner time and bath time. Okay. Good job. Here's another little trick. Also, remember what we talked about earlier in the call about focusing on what we don't want? So how about this? Rather than saying, I could not look at my phone 
oh, during yeah, this time. A neg- double negative or a negation over there? Well, there's a negation there. Yeah. The, yeah. the not is a negation. So right. by not looking at your phone, what would you be doing? Right. Be more present with my kids. Ah, so I can be more present. I can be present with my family. Right. I during can dinner be present time. with my family during dinner time. Good. Breathe. How does that feel? Yeah. Feels much more purposeful and like intentional about it as far as like yes. what I want to leave my phone for. Yes, exactly. And it's exactly. You're aiming in the direction of what you want. I can. Right. Okay. Now switch out can with will. I will be more present with my family during dinner time and bath time. Breathe. <sighs> now you've you've like you've set the standard now. Right. For some people, they get to the will and it's like it freaks them out. Uh, right, I'm really right. uncomfortable right now. I'm, I'm not, not ready there for that. yet. You know. Yeah. So so just take it a step back and go back a layer to the can. So I can. I can do that. Will I do it? Let's, let's, it's a possibility. I can. It's a possibility. Yeah. And then what's the ultimate? The ultimate? I am like, I am present with my family. I I am present with my family. And would you say, would you say like people can make those I am statements? Because something that we do in our goal setting Mm. during onboarding for, for new members is like, we take them through like a goal setting process where it's like, you know, if today is September 8th, well, it's like by September 8th, 2023, dot, 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 or comma, I am what? Like, what's true about you in a year from now? Yeah. And, you know, we want to get rid of all that soft language. Like, I would like to, I should, you know, maybe possibly I could be a few pounds lighter versus like, I'm a lean 120 pound guy, you know, 180 pound guy or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so we take them through that process. So I was like, do you recommend people like, even if they don't quite feel or even if they don't, you know, quite feel it yet, can they say like, I am like, I am a world-class husband or, you know, I am a lean and fit, healthy role model for my family. Here's a, here's a general rule of thumb. This is a great question and a great line of thinking. General rule of thumb is if you say it and you feel freaking excited about it, keep saying it. If you say it and you feel hesitant about it, get curious. And find out what what level can you go to, right? If the I am is too far for you, then go back a level. I find yeah. where you're comfortable. Now, um, I will remember what I was about to say. See, I just <laughs> did it there. Um, I will remember what I was going to say. I will remember what I was going to say. And if I if I fail to do that, then okay. Uh, when we go through the goal setting and we come up with those I am statements, I like to think of goal setting as, as having two parts. We have our goal, we have our target that we want to hit, but then we need, we need something that's going to help us aim for the target. Right. Right. And that's what I call the intention. So the goal in this case for you and what we're talking about is the goal is being present with your family. All right. The intention I like to ask because why? Right. This is your goal because fill in the blank. Yeah. Because, because I'm a freaking awesome dad because I, because I want my, because my kids will have a present father because my kids will, 
know, I don't know, because you know, for so many reasons, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of reasons. There's a lot of reasons yeah. like being an awesome dad. Okay. If we just rolled with that one, if that's the part, the, the answer that gives you the most, like, I'm really excited to do this and be this person. Then yeah. you can take that and you can say, when you find yourself in a moment where you're getting frustrated, how would an awesome so dad dude, but, but more importantly, <laughs> how would an awesome dad right. show up? Yeah, exactly. They would show up fascinating. If you find yourself on your phone at, at how would an awesome dad show up? I'm aware that I'm up. Oh, I grabbed my phone. Okay. Wait, an awesome dad would do this. Boom. Put my phone down. Right. Okay. Or an awesome dad modeling fitness for their kids. And I really don't feel like working out right now, but I could bang out five burpees or whatever, 10 burpees yeah. because I'm an awesome dad and I want to show up. And so that intention is that that's what you're going to have right here, right now. And that helps you through that process. Hell yeah, man. And I always say to guys when we're doing goal setting, I'm like, okay, like if you want to be like a lean 180 pound, pound five pound guy, like, like what, what does that person think do? What are their habits, their routines? Like, yeah. like if, if we both walked into a golden corral, you and that 185 pound lean version of yourself, how would you both attack that buffet line differently? You would yes. fill up your plate like it's your last meal on earth, right? Before the electric chair mm -hmm. and the 185 pound lean, you would get like a sensible amount of protein, some carbs, water, sit down, probably not get up for seconds, right? Th this, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this happened, this happened to me just the other day. My son had an assignment at school with Pringles for whatever reason. And he brought the yeah. remaining Pringles home and I caught myself standing in the kitchen. I had already popped the top and I had already put one you in my mouth. And top. I was like, I was like, wait a minute what would, what would the powerful version of, of Ryan, like what would powerful Ryan do? Oh, that's easy. Put the cat back on put it on the shelf. And I had no craving whatsoever for that, for those Pringles. Cause I was like, my part of my intention is, is being powerful. Ryan right. and powerful. Ryan doesn't eat crap food. And it was, it was, I mean, it was like instantaneous, super simple. I knew exactly what I needed to do. And I was able to accomplish the task without feeling guilty or sad or upset. It was like, nope, powerful Ryan doesn't eat that. Boom, put it down. And I put it down, walked away. And they've been sitting there. Part of me wants to throw them away. <laughs> well, that's the other thing. We, the other we thing. probably should throw them away. And Tony Robbins, you know, he always says like, you know, people should all over themselves. I should, oh, yeah. I should gain, I should this and that. Right. Like, so it's like you're until you're shooting all over yourself, which is always kind of clever. Um, but like, you you know, you want to create like a must, like, you know, like how do I, I must do this thing. Right. And, you know, people inside of our training program, like we had a, a whole bunch of modules around like this in and of itself, like these trainings around like, well, how do you, how do you actually create enough of enough leverage to, to actually create the, you know, and achieve the goal that you want to achieve. Right. And, you know, we don't have to talk about that now, but it is really powerful to do that when you're like, like, why must you achieve this goal? Mm. Because what's at stake if you don't, you know, 100%. like a cancer, like a smoker, right? Like everyone knows smoking causes cancer. It says it on the freaking box. They have dead babies on the box. And it's like, yeah, but that's in 30 or 40 years from now. Right. So it's like, but like, yeah. And if you're casually enjoying a cigarette right there in the moment and get a phone call from your doctor and they're like, oh, guess what? The scans came back and you have full-blown cancer and it spread it to every organ. Uh -huh. Immediately, the thing that you're enjoying would become so disgusting. You would throw it out. You would regret that they ever picked up a cigarette, right? But you could, ex yep. you could avoid that future and experience that same mm. amount of leverage today 
when you're really clear on your goals. But we're getting off a little bit of a tangent because we're talking about words, not goals. Yeah, right, right, but, right, um, right. But the but, words uh, make up the goals. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, any any final any final thoughts on 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 words and wordsmithing and how people like can do this? Like, what's a simple what's one simple thing like everybody listening right now that you just want them to like start saying to themselves now? Uh, I can, I will. I can, I will. I can, I will. That so thing I that can you've been... be a present father. I will be a present father. Yeah. I can be more, I can be more attentive to my wife. I can be more mm -hmm. uh, disciplined. I can eat healthier foods at home. I can, I can be, a, I can be, often. I can be calmer. I can be calmer. I can be frustrated or I can be fascinated. I can be fascinated. I can, I can. be present. Right. Fill in the blank with whatever you need. Exactly. Right. And, and then whatever the steps you need to take to get there, do it and breathe, breathe, dude, the breath. When, when we make a statement, a powerful statement like that, and you take a deep breath, you're giving the words a chance to land, so to speak. Right. You're giving your body, you're giving your mind, your subconscious, you're giving all of it a chance to like absorb what's happening, what you're saying, and you're becoming more and more present. I mean, it's called the present for a real time is an illusion, right? But we could go off. That's a whole other topic. <laughs> but, but like, it's called the present right now because it is a gift. Yeah, so en enjoy this gift. Your kids are never going to be the age they are again, ever. It's true. It's true, man. Right? All and, the time that know, we waste shooting all over ourselves is, <laughs> is wasting time. And the last thing with like this power of words, you know, for anybody who's like doubting or, you know, it's like words literally like start revolutions, change lives. They start wars. They start peace, yeah. right? Like just with words, you know, like, like slogans and mantras that people say over and over again, like, you know, like political slogans, all this stuff, you know, like, like throughout the ages, you know, and, or more recently even, and even in the Bible, like the very first words of Genesis was like, God said, mm. let there be light or God said, let there, you know? And so it's like, just through the power of like spoken word, like, like worlds are created. Right. So yeah. Yep. Ryan, you're awesome. Thank you so much for sharing your insight on this. Thank um, you. Where can people find more and follow more on your, your word wisdom? Uh, currently, I'm, I'm on Instagram at the Ryan Walla or on Facebook, Ryan Walla. Um, I'm in the process of getting a website built up and remodeled. So that's coming soon. Uh, yeah. it, it will be wonderfullifenow.me wonderfullifenow.me. Yeah. And, and the purpose of that is like, again, what we just talked about being present right now, Hell finding, yeah. finding, uh, finding the joy in the moment and, uh, being fascinated brother. And then in the meantime, while that website's getting built, you could always hop into the Forgingly fathers program and get coached directly Dude, by Ryan in let's you know, go. weekly coaching calls in his goal setting workshops in his, you know, his, his, you know, his, uh, just get in here and get, yeah. get with Ryan. Yeah. If you come on. Love it. Come on. <laughs> Change right, your Ryan. lives. Hell yeah, dude. Stick around. Thank you guys so much. And seriously, if you're ready to create a legacy of health and fitness, like just go to forgingleadfathers.com and click on that apply button. And I'll personally be in touch to work out if and how my program could help you hit your goals. All right. So you rock legacy makers until next time. Let's keep creating a legacy of health and fitness, not only for ourselves, but for generations to come. Let's 
go. 